0: Monday Lech Lecha, Shira 70. So we were discussing before, or last night actually, we're holding in number 235 in the Say for Rejoice, O Youth of Rabbi the Miller. And he says as follows, he says <clears throat> that we explained that the 40 years in the Midbar was like basically a whole nation was studying straight it was like a massive yeshiva another interesting point is that the women were very involved in the advancement of lima datay. it was very normal for a married man to get permission from his wife to go away and learn for a very long period some came home once a year some were away for three years some six years and some even twelve years Don't try that at home, but that's the way it was in those days. Maybe Akiva was missing from his house for twenty-four years, and many wives earned the parnasa for the family in order to enable the husbands to learn. Children, from the age of six, spent the entire day from the morning till the night, entire winter and summer. There were no vacations boys left their homes to live in poverty in far-off towns where they learned. And in every generation, multitudes of people were supported by their parents and their wives' parents to enable them to become Tamidicham. In the communities in Bovel, there were big yeshivas for many centuries, and people used to travel back and forth to learn in different yeshivas. There was constant traffic between Bavel and Eretz Yisrael despite the difficulties and the dangers that were involved. Now, how long ago was it like that? So this activity was even in the past generation. Many people alive today, this is in Abhavigdemullah's times, still remember from when they were young... That the shoals were open day and night, and there were always people learning. A base madrash in every community was the center of activity. Every home had at least one Tamad Chacham, the father of the house, or a son, or a son in law, and many times all of them were Talmud Chachamim. There were so many, there were so many rabbin that they, they comprised of a large part of the population. Some towns had more Tehra, Tamidich chamin, who came from other communities than they had residents of the city. Adult men spent hours and hours learning in the base Meddush. Men and women were build, were busy trying to spread taira And to us, where we're holding now, it seems like Incredible! We can't even imagine such a thing. But the fact was that the fire of Taira burned very hotly in the hearts of Klal Yisrael until very recently. Very, very interesting. That means we had a huge change in Klal Yisrael. So says, "Until very recently, Klal spent an enormous amount of time busy with Taira." And what you, when you walk into a yeshiva and you see people learning with a fire, the whole, the whole society was like that. Every street corner in the shops and business, they were busy discussing different halachas. You, you go to Hasna you heard people talking and learning in the streets. The children talked about learning. The Beis Medrash were full of fighting and learning. Old, young, everybody was busy arguing and tired. The Goyim were all illiterate, lowly people, but the Jewish towns and cities of Eastern Europe where it lived a spiritual life, unequaled in any nation of the Goyim in any period of history at all. And the low, what about the lower classes, who were considered the lower class? In Taira, the Chacham says, there's no such thing as a lower class. Some of our greatest Chachamim were the poorest people in Klai Yisrael. Hillel used to gather branches of firewood which he sold to feed his family. Abishua burned wood into charcoal in his hut to live. Abed and his wife slept on straw. And many other Chachamim were like that. The poor class always supplied Klai Yisrael with the greatest number of Tamidich Chachamim. Chazal say... Uh, the people that are poor that's where Teirah comes out of now what about amaratsim? what about amaratsim? were there Amiratsim in Kalal people that didn't know so he, he explains that there was no amaratsim. once the Chachamim were matir to write down Ter Sheval there was no Yid in the last thousand years who couldn't read. Everyone was able to read. And even those that couldn't, there were never enough to be considered <coughs> sorry, a class by themselves. Kilo, there's a bunch of people that can't read. Now you have to remember, most of the Goyim couldn't read at all. And it was an exception that certain Yiddin weren't able to read, but most of them were able to read. He said in the year of 5630, which is 1870, many French officers amongst the prisons that, prisoners that were taken by the Germans couldn't even read and write their own language, and they were unable to sign their own names on the agreement. And... Schools only began in the year 1875, It's by But amongst the yidin there were yeshivas already 2,000 years before. Yeshua ben Gamla, the Kayin Gadol, made yeshivas. The Shokhanar says a city that doesn't have a school belongs in Chayim. And this practice existed amongst the Yedin even before the decree that uh, made it obligatory to teach children. And apparently, this, uh, the Pasuk says, uh, the Pasuk in in Shaiftim, the Pasuk says, he captured a boy from the city of Sukkos, whatever the story was over there, and the boy wrote down for him the names of the officers in Sukkos. Now, the story was Gideon. Gideon only met this boy out of the blue and he was able to read and write so obviously the Bnei Yisroh were always able to read so take, we take it for granted because today everyone can read and write but in those days nobody was able to but the Yid didn't work now not every Yid was a Talmud Chacham there were many Chacham, not all of them were to but many of them knew Shulchan Aruch, they learned all different all different subjects there was no room in the base Madush for someone that came light I'm just like here there's no room. The shoals were filled with taira. The little children had something called Pirchei Shishanim that the purpose was to donate money to support the shoals, the, the Svarim and the shoals. They collected pennies and they put swarm in the shoals. The poorest class of Claudius Yisrael gathered together to learn, even in the cold, to learn by a teacher who was paid from their own earnings, meaning they were to teach. The peddlers who spent throughout the day going around the gayish neighborhoods and were away all week came home on Thursday. They stayed up all night in shul. So it used to be to learn taya, and they missed all throughout the week. The carpenter who came out didn't have enough to eat was very happy to support his son-in-law who was a Talmud Chacham. The widow who uh, sold fish, she saved up some of the money that she made to ask the Rav to help her find a Tamud Chacham for her daughter to be supported by what she made. So this is a standard practice till almost recently. I mean, today, Baruch Hashem, in a certain, not with the same as here as but... It was davar pashit. Everybody was busy with tyre, and he says this is why this is where where, this how it was till relatively recently that the main focus of Kla Yisrael was limud Tyre.